welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, A Christian's Righteousness. In this week's message, Pastor DeMichael will give practical examples of where we are and what we should be doing as Christians today. Listen as he explains the Christian's place and purpose and also encourages us to keep moving forward in our pursuit to be better and more effective followers of Jesus Christ. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. And if you would like to hear today's message again or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. So let's go ahead and take our Bibles and turn to Philippians chapter 3. So far in this book, to the end of the third chapter, the third chapter, of course, the main theme is a, Christ, a Christian's righteousness, and of course we know Christ is our righteousness. We see different aspects of this. We see Paul trusting only in Christ, starting in verse 4, working our way down. Uh, even though he had an incredible and impressive religious pedigree, he said he counted all those things but dung that he might win Christ. And be found in Christ, not having his own righteousness, but the righteousness of Christ, which is by faith. And then we take a look at the Lord Jesus Christ, starting in verse 15, and we'll finish out the chapter here this morning. He says, Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if in anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. And I take verse 15 as a promise. Uh, folks, folks, we are all a work in progress, are we not? We're all a work in progress. Our walk with the Lord, our growth, our progress. And he says that if we're, if we're otherwise minded, God will reveal even this unto us. Uh, do you realize that when you read your Bible on a daily basis and pray, that's part of what you're doing? You look at how many times David in the Psalms uh, invited the Lord to, to try him, to try his reins, to examine his heart. Uh, David wanted to stay on track with the Lord. And what you're doing here this morning as we come together and hear the preaching of the Word of God, the Word of God will oftentimes correct us uh, if we are otherwise minded. And so many other ways. You look at verse 16, he says, Nevertheless, whereunto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule, let us mind the same thing. Brethren, be followers together of me, and mark them which walk so as ye have us for an ensample. Now, what Paul does here, and we talked about this, is he does not hesitate to come before these believers and say, look, there's some people you should follow, and there's some people you shouldn't follow. And he says, look, you can, you can follow me. Now, some would say, well, that, doesn't that sound a little bit arrogant, you know, telling people to follow them? Well, let me ask you a question. Isn't there a lot of talk about leadership in our country? You can go to middle management leadership seminars, upper management seminars, you know, every man a leader, every woman a leader, all this other stuff. Uh, folks, leading is saying you're setting an example. And that's all Paul's doing with these believers is he is leading them. He is setting an example for them. 
And we looked at the scriptures, and there were five or six other portions of scripture where Paul talks about this. But in essence, he he sums it up by saying, be followers of me as I also am of Christ. So he's following Christ, and especially when we're young believers, find someone who's following Christ and emulate them. There's nothing wrong with that, folks. By the way, you're going to follow somebody. Some people arrogantly say, no, not me, I don't follow anybody. No, you'll follow somebody. And by the way, while we're following, we're also leading, are we not? We all lead, we all follow. We find ourselves wearing both hats at the same time uh, in many cases. But, but Paul doesn't hesitate to say, Brethren, be followers together of me, and mark them which walk so as ye have us for an ensample. And so we talked about that. And by the way, some of the best people to follow by way of example are hiding in plain view. They don't have a big name. They're not promoting themselves. But quietly, they're doing the right thing. Quietly, they're walking in integrity and in morality and in spirituality and in conformity with the Word of God and growing in grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Quietly, they take a stand against the tide of this world. And as we talked about and as we looked at, many of them are hiding in plain view even here this morning. Young people, it's a big mistake to follow the trend of our culture that basically says everything young is good and everything old is passe. That's why our country is so lacking in wisdom. We, we live in the, the information revolution. couple of clicks, and you can find out just about anything you want by way of information. But aren't we a generation that's progressively getting less and less discerning? And that's because of this, this generation uh, gap or cutoff, where what's valued isn't what the Bible, you know, the Bible talks about the value of those that are older, the wisdom of the older, the elder, the experience. You know, it's real simple. If you want to know how to get somewhere, find somebody that's been there. It's real simple. And the Apostle Paul admonishes us to, to find those that can be a good example and follow them and then set a good example ourselves because mark it down, wherever you're going, however you're walking, there are eyes watching you, there are ears listening, and there is somebody following. It's obvious with parenting. It's obvious with mentoring. It's obvious with teaching. But it's often going on even when it isn't obvious. So we're, we're leading and we're following, and Paul admonishes us to find those to follow that are worth following. And then, notice what he says in verse 18, For many walk of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, <coughs> whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who mind earthly things. Now, Many of these people will be lost, but Paul didn't tell us that every one of these people in verses 18 and 19 are lost. He didn't say that. Folks, there is such a thing as carnal Christians. There is such a thing now that we've watched sort of transform within the last 20 to 25 years, maybe 30, 
at the most as a sort of codification of carnal Christianity as a good thing. Progressive, if you will. And the whole idea is to get as immersed in the world as we possibly can and still be able to call ourselves Christians. To be as much like the world as possible and still wear wear the label Christian. Folks, it's an agenda. Notice verse 8 and 19. A real nutshell uh, definition of an agenda is given to us here in something that almost seems sarcastic when he says, whose God is their belly. It's all about them. Watch out for Christianity that tells you it's all about you. It's laced with psychology. And, and it started years and years ago with this sort of oxymoron of Christian psychology. And the philosophies of the world were woven in to a thin veneer of Christian terminology and a smattering of Scripture to where now there is a brand of Christianity that fits the description of verses 18 and 19, but it's lauded as normal. The minding of earthly things over heavenly things, whose glory is in their shame. No shame concerning sin anymore. We don't blush about sin. That's passe. We go along with the world. We fit in. And that's the antithesis of the New Testament, folks. Notice what he says here going on. He says, for our conversation is in heaven. God's people are a different people. God's people are a heavenly people. God's people are a hopeful people. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled A Christian's Righteousness by Pastor Rick DeMichael, and in this week's lessons, Pastor DeMichael has addressed a pertinent concept for the Christian which is the fact that our righteousness lies in the finished work of Jesus Christ. By all means, the Christian is to continually strive to be what we ought to be for the Lord, but we should also realize that despite any current circumstances, we are fighting a winning battle. Christian listening today, remember that we are on the winning side. The world and the devil want to paint a different story, but keep going on for the Lord because ultimately, God will have the final say. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. And you can also visit our YouTube page and follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services. Our services begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 1045. We also have a Sunday evening service at 545. And of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting kids programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 p.m., which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon, and may God bless you.